Hello and welcome. My name is Andy Crook and I'm your host for tonight's training. Tonight's subject is sales per customer. Every week I try and do a live training on one of the five pillars uh, of business. My mission is to help garage owners become more successful in business and to that end I provide free training every week. If it's your first time here welcome, if you've been here before welcome back. Let's get into the tonight's subject on this on the subject of sales per customer sales per customer is an interesting metric because it doesn't really tell you much on its own it, it's linked to other um other data but it's an important one to measure because it gives gives you some indications about what's happening within the business so it's it's linked to average invoice value as a piece of data because if you know the average invoice value and the number of sales per customer it can give you an idea if you know how long you want to um, measure customer lifetime value over so basically you're going to you're going to multiply average sales value times by the number of sales per customer times by the number of years uh, your typical customer is with you and you're going to get your lifetime value of a customer so that's why why this this is an important piece of data to measure because it it fits into into the lifetime value of a customer now the lifetime value of this customer is it's, it's pretty subjective but it gives you an idea of how much each customer is worth to your business now on its own once again that's not particularly helpful but it's a nice thing to measure against, for example, the cost of winning a customer, because a business will quickly run out of money if it costs more to win a customer than a customer spends with it. It stands to reason. However, we don't really look at it like that, because we, if, if let's say a customer's average lifetime review is around about five years, so you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, if you like have an income from that customer for five years your average customer obviously it could be less it could be more but we're going to use five years as the average you wouldn't want to, in the first years of running your business to spend more than the customer brings in on marketing that customer to win that customer than the customer is going to bring in in the short term because you'll be losing money so you can see how though lifetime value of a customer is an interesting thing to know and measure within the business because it gives you an idea of how much you could spend to win customers it's not obviously the target of how much to spend to win a customer which is a, sort of an important thing to distinguish and if you're a new business it's almost impossible to know what the lifetime value of a customer is because even if you um you knew what you know you had an idea of what the average invoice value or the average transaction value um what you're going to have to look at then is you you really won't know in the first couple of years of business is is how frequently customers will buy off you so you, it's very difficult to get an idea of lifetime customer value so you'll have to look at so some comparators some some data from outside your business to try and build up a lifetime customer value um, as an idea of what that would be so if you're a more mature business these numbers will give you a really good steer on what's happening inside your business so what I like to look at uh, sales per customer for is it I think it's an important indicator of customer loyalty and satisfaction 
So I've just had a, a comment pop up uh, and Nathan's had the same customer for over 20 years, which sounds brilliant. But unless there's new customers coming in as well, those customers will die, which is a bit of a worrying thought. So we can see how how it, it everything you have to look at it on, um, you know, the value of, of all of these things as a, as a big holistic picture within the business. And I, I am joking. Then. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? The, the, the customer loyalty and satisfaction is based on sales per customer. So you could, you could have a customer uh, for 20 years who comes to you every year for their MOT. And that customer comes to you every year and has his MOT. He does his own repairs or she does uh, and they do their own servicing is that customer valued you could argue yes or you could say mm, it's probably not a great customer it depends on on, on your business approach I, I would like to to see a customer who comes for more than you know just the essentials you, he sees you as an integral part of their uh, if you like their 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 mobility solution and that's what we try and to, to sort of change the way we 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 offer garage services, if you like, to your customers. The the way to do it, the way to look at this in terms of customer loyalty, and Nathan's already onto it, which is is you you want to increase the number, if you like, of customers per household. Ah, now that's interesting, isn't it? So sales per household is something that I, I like to sort of have a, a keep an eye on. Uh, and you can, you can do some really simple market research just by having a conversation with a customer you know, uh, and by their age uh, and their demographic. And you can get into a customer conversation with a customer. So if they're a, a younger customer, you say, um, you know, I'm in the conversation. You say, you know, have you, you know, managed to buy a house, house prices, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they say, oh, no, I'm still living at mum and dad. Oh, where did mum and dad take their car? You know, if you've already had a look on your, your garage management system, you'll know how many, how many customers, if you like, are registered to that address. Uh, and once they've, those younger customers who, who once were uh, at that address have gone out and bought their own house, did they, you know, if they've moved in with someone as the, as their partner, spouse, etc., brought their car to you, are you winning the customer loyalty uh, satisfaction battle uh, in your area? That that's that's where this comes down to. So interesting um, stat that I, I I sort of dug up today when I was looking at what what to talk about with with the sales per household, because in my head because possibly because of where I live, it's a little bit more rural. People need cars to get around. You cannot move come six o'clock in my street. There are cars on the pavement. There are cars on the road. There are cars on the driveway. There are cars in the garage. Every house appears to have, I'm going to conservatively say two, at least two cars per household where I live uh, right now. And that that's, quite important isn't it because it depends on where you are to how many cars per household there might be so if you're in uh, in a more sort of uh, in a city situation there might be less 
than one car per household on average because they rely more on public transport so you you have to work really hard to, to to gain a customer whereas in a more rural setting if you've won one customer and this is what i'm going to get to selling to that existing household might be easier than trying to win a new one so in the uk there are 31 million cars that's not vehicles i think there's about 38 and a half million vehicles uh, registered in the uk so there are 31 registered cars on the uk roads and there are just about or just coming up nearly 27 million households so that every for every household in the uk there are nearly 1.2 cars so just about every household in the uk has more than one car i know that's you know taking big numbers and averaging them out but it, it's it's fair to say then that just about every one of your customers if you're in a more rural setting so if you're like i say if you're in an inner city area this may not quite apply quite as much um but if you're in a in a, in a normal rural setting a town uh, or even if you're in the countryside i can almost guarantee there is another vehicle to be captured in that household uh, and what are you doing to get it and and that is if you like the the essence of tonight's um training is do you measure it do you measure or do you are, are you looking at sales per customer now we can also look at it in the way of um it used to be easy to get more than one sale per customer because the service interval was six months you know i'm talking a few years back now for our uh, younger members but certainly when i was first into the trade in the 80s you know most cars were serviced twice a year you had a, a sort of winter service and a summer service uh, and your mot uh, and you generally aligned the mot to one of those two um and that's how it was so you just about every vehicle you looked after as a garage you'd see twice a year minimum because they'd come in for their service and if they had a regular servicing regime now service intervals are such that it isn't actually strictly necessary that you're going to see the car every year. I mean, the service interval could be that you see the car every 18 months. It could be that you see the car every 24 months. You may recommend to your customers, as, as we do, that we should see the car at least for, you know, at least every year. And we can make a decision on whether or not it needs um, any r routine maintenance. Um, and, and that's the term maybe to use instead of servicing, you can start to use the term routine maintenance, because I'd argue a vehicle that's used uh, infrequently probably needs less servicing, but more routine maintenance. Uh, you call it what you will, but it, it's about educating the customer, because what we want from from as from a garage point of view is for them to feel the benefit of the service services rather than the service, the services we provide. So if we're preventing sticking calipers you know stuff like that you know that the customer benefit is there therefore they're willing to spend the money so like i say sales per customer is a great in my opinion way of 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 focusing your your marketing effort if, if, if that's probably the right word on selling to your existing customers when it comes to marketing, uh, and this is more of a performance topic than marketing, but there's some cross-cutting themes here. When 
when we when we do our marketing we almost always focus on new customers winning new customers winning new customers however we we neglect our existing customers and there are you know i suppose there are lies lies and damn statistics but the, the the sort of commonly banded about figure for how much it costs to win a new customer compared to an, an existing one is about 10 times it costs 10 times as much to win a customer than keep one that's often the the the, the figure that's banded about i'm going to say it costs much more to win a customer than keep an existing one or sell to an existing one because you already know about them they're already they already, if you if you know what I think, what I think, talk about when I talk about marketing, know, like, and trust. They already know you. Hopefully, they like you and trust you. Therefore, the sale is much easier than it is to a customer that's completely cold. So, how do you increase sales per customer then? So, we're going to talk about upselling and cross-selling in a future training event, and that's one way. Uh, another way you can look at is loyalty programs. Yeah? You could look at a family discount scheme you could look at you know like they do it in certain um coffee shops where you get a, a loyalty card and you you fill it in and every time they have uh, a major piece of work done they get a thing off and then they get a free whatever it is you could give away for example the the mot uh, and i'm not suggesting that's what you do what i'm saying is you could if it's worth it in terms of remember what i said before lifetime customer value against the cost of winning an additional customer. Keeping the two cars in your garage that belong to that household instead of them going to a competitor or to um, the franchise dealer is probably worth an MOT in in, in the long term. Um, you could target your in existing customers with a personalized offer. You know this customer, you know their car, you know what they like and they they don't like about certain things especially a customer that you've had for a good long time you know their sort of quirks if you like you, you get to know them you get to know the family so you can offer them something that's personal to them something for their car it's got to be worth a shot that has got to be better than sending out a message in the hope of catching um a customer sending a personalized message to a specific customer has got to have a far better chance of, of, of giving a return than a generic message to all of all of your potential customers what about something that's common in the household that the the this vehicle that's in that it's been booked in hasn't had so if if they have a history of having aircon services done with you but let's say the son has just booked their car in for a service but doesn't have or hasn't had an aircon service is it worth saying do you know what when was the last time you had your car aircon serviced and because there's a if you like a common household thread of having aircon service you might see the value and benefit of having that aircon service because you're personalizing the offer but by far the best way to increase sales per customer is to improve the customer experience. Fact, that is always the best strategy. Improve the customer experience and you will improve your sales per customer. If I made you think a little bit about um, 
how you operate your garage business, then I've done my job. If you want to know anything more about the Atomic Success Program, we may or may not be uh, looking for um, for three uh, garages to join us after Easter. I'm, I'm sort of looking at whether or not I've got enough time to do it. I'd love to uh, help three garages as I have been helping the other garages. It depends on my time. If you are interested, send me a DM and uh, and I'll add you to the list. We'll gather a Zoom chat at some point and if we're going to go ahead with it. Um, and you will obviously, you know, get have a look at the programme. We'll have a look at you, see if we can help you uh, and see where it goes from there. Have a great evening. Uh, don't do anything I wouldn't do, which doesn't leave much. Uh, and stay safe. Thanks for listening.